You're listening to Broken Hearted with Althea Branton. Join me for unscripted conversation about heartbreak in all its forms. Instead of getting over heartbreak, move through it. Face your pain and see what happens next. Welcome to Broken Hearted. I'm Althea Branton, and I'm so glad you're here. Nanako Kawai teaches yoga classes and hosts retreats for snowboarders and skiers in Miyoko, Japan. Her mission is to help people become their most authentic and empowered self. She loves teaching yoga in a real way. It doesn't matter if you're not flexible or don't own the latest leggings. It's all about showing you a way to take care of yourself, to love yourself, and to know that you are enough. Nanako and I talk about the three-year breakup. From the moment she found out her ex had cheated on her to the moment where she was finally able to completely release the relationship from her heart, mind, body, and soul. This conversation is a reminder that not all romantic breakups are the same. They don't follow any specific rule. Some can end with a simple conversation. And just like Nanako's story, some take a long time to resolve and heal. Enjoy. Nanako, welcome to Broken Heart. Thank you for being on the podcast today. Hi, hello. (laughs) So we are going to talk about how breakups are not just like a one-time events. Breakups can actually take a long time to get through. Yes. So (laughs) in your experience, Nanako, did you ever encounter a breakup that you just had that one conversation and it was over or did you have an experience where it took some doing it took some time um yeah for sure the my big big breakup the biggest breakup the one that had the most memorable yeah experience out of yeah for sure it was um it was very long-winded um even if now it, it feels like it ended, but yeah, if I think back and yeah, it took a while. <laughs> Can you tell us a little bit about it? Yes. So, um, I was pretty young when I met this, uh, my first boyfriend. So about 14, so high school sweethearts, I guess you'd say in American and, uh, well, Canadian. Um, and, uh, <laughs> and, um, so we met pretty young and we were together throughout. So you you go from high school to college, you call it in England, but obviously it's, I don't know, you, I think you guys call it high school, right? And then, um, but when we finished um, sort of art uh, high school, we um, both were going to go to different university once it was decided in the summer. And then I was quite sensible and said, look, like we're not going to be in the same place. And we've been together for a long time. So perhaps you know, when we do come to go to different universities, we should just not be together. And I did discuss this like probably months before it happened. And perhaps I guess maybe that wasn't something he wanted to hear, I guess. I, I don't know. I mean, back then you don't really discuss things, do you, when you're young? And, um, and then, but when it came to it, we were still together. We kind of wouldn't let each other go. And we kept going to see each other. It wasn't far, it was only about like two hours away, I guess, but in the UK, that's quite far. And <laughs> not, I yeah, no, Northern, Northern America and Australia, it's far, but uh, it's not far. But um, so, 
Um, but eventually I find out through a, was it a text message or a phone call? He had something to say and we were going to meet up for a weekend to see my grandparents' anniversary at my parents' house. And then it was like, oh, we need to talk. And I'm like, well, I, can you just tell me? I didn't think it was anything important. And then, you know, via text or phone call, I can't even remember which anymore. I was walking through there's this place called Portobello Market in London where I was meeting my mum. And I was walking through it and this is when he told me and I'm like with the luggage and with the phone and and then yeah, bold it, just found out this news and it was like, you know, I mean, if, I think everyone who's been cheated on knows what it feels like. And it, it pretty much feels like you've been like shot, but I guess, you know, without, <laughs> without the blood. <laughs> so yeah, it felt very brutal. And uh, especially thinking back to this public, very public place. And then I got in the car to drive home and I was just crying. And I have a Japanese mother, so it's not very, um, you really talk about your feelings. And, um, and I couldn't even talk, like I was just devastated. But even after that, you know, there was all the stories and the, and the back and forth and then obviously the trust had been broken and I guess at the time I didn't realize that once that's broken it has to be worked on but obviously I didn't really understand it and then and then uh, oh gosh and then <laughs> what happened and then yeah and then he started act to act kind of crazy or maybe I noticed that there was more crazy I guess because I was perhaps elsewhere and we went together all the time going to the same school every day and then yeah I wanted to get back together but then I obviously wasn't trusting him and checking each other's back then it was just Facebook and mobile phones and text messages there was no Instagram or Snapchat so I guess that made it a bit easier but <laughs> so checking each other's yeah accounts online accounts emails that's how old school I guess it is <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then I um, love that your idea of old school is is email when I think yeah. old school I think of like pieces of paper that we would pass to one another that said <laughs> literally said do you like me? Check yes. yes or no. And then you would fold it up and then pass it to somebody else. And if the teacher caught you, they would make you stand at the front of the class and read that aloud. So I really, really love that you think email is old school. It yeah, makes me, that's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to throw that out there. <laughs> and then, yeah. And then, it went on for a while, but how it finally was able to sort of end was because I decided to take charge, I guess, or um, I read um, I read the two these two books, one book, which I thought was a novel, and this was the first ever self-help book I've ever read, and it was um, a movie at the time, or a couple of months before, Scarlett Johansson, I think is in it, um, it's called He's Not That Into You. And I thought it'd be a really funny chick flick, sort of Sex in the City type book and read it. And it was actually like, no, he's not that into you if he doesn't call you back. He's not that into you if he doesn't make an effort. He's not that into you if blah, blah. And it just goes on. And all these things that my friends have probably advised me and it went through one ear and straight out the other. And, you know, you keep going back to this awful person that is not good for you or you're not good for each other or whatever this, the real reason is. Um, but this book kind of opened up my eyes to realize that, mm, yeah, maybe that's not how I want to be treated and that's not how you should be treated. And 
I've deserved better. And I guess when you're really young and you're in a relationship like that, you become very dependent on that other person because you haven't, I don't know, been alone and had friends and worked on your friendships, which is what you would usually do at that age. And um, I think I had to, yeah, relearn how to kind of be me. And um, so the book helped. And then somehow, I guess I got on, I was like, oh, what other books do these guys have? And I think it popped up on Amazon with a big ice cream tub and it's bright pink and yellow. I mean, you couldn't get more like, female book (laughs) 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 like stood out and it was um it's called it's breakup because it's over and I I bought it um and it yeah it helped me a lot and the main I can't really remember the book but the only piece of advice I had from it or have advised other people from the book is 30 days of no contact because since I was 14 with the first boyfriend the breakup boyfriend um of mine I probably have never had more than like a couple of days of no contact so it's almost like uh you know like he's my heroine I just needed to like cut it off you know (laughs) and I'm sure like it's a lot worse if you have a drug addiction but um it it, you know I was it, it is an addiction when you're in a relationship to a certain extent and like um and the 30 days I cracked after the first week or 10 days the first time I tried because I had a bad time and I wanted to talk to someone and I guess I wanted to talk to him and he'd already emailed me and um so I thought oh well if he needed some help and advice and maybe I could get some help and advice because normally if you're in a relationship you're also friends right and I got no email back and I think that's when I like was like that's it I think it all just it just all came together all the all the things and everything and the distance that I forgot to mention that I was, I did a year abroad in France. So was in a different country and that distance probably helped being around new people, new environment, new language. Well, I already knew the language, but um, new environment away from what you know. And um, yeah. And then after that, I was like, okay, I'm going to commit. And actually after 14 days, it was almost like, Oh, like I, I, it just kind of, I detoxed and I, I, I remember sort of thinking like, oh yeah, like I'm doing this, like I'm not contacting this person. And I was like, wow, this, this works. And then I guess I counted down and I, I either I forgot or I managed to get through 30 days and then just was like, yeah, I don't need to get in touch anymore. I don't need to, to, to talk to this person. And I think he still hadn't replied to my email of, you know, wanting a bit of, I felt a bit sad and needed, needed a bit of advice. And so he, he helped me in that sense by his behavior. (laughs) 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 And I helped myself, but I think mostly, um, for my case, um, I obviously started the breakup thinking about it, but I also ended it finally myself in my heart, in my head and my heart and everything. Yeah. So how long did this process take from the time you got the phone call at Portobello Market yeah. to the time where you released it from your head and your heart? How long did that take? I think it took long. Yeah, I, I reckon it was, it was definitely two, 
it's a bit vague now, but I think it was two to three years, I reckon, like from, from start, start of university, almost, yeah, one, at least two years, two to three years, I reckon, yeah, two. The third year is more like when I finally met up with the guy and wanted, because I wanted closure and I, I met up and I remember that was like it. So I would say, yeah, three. Two to three years. So yeah. what I love about this experience is that in this two to three year period, you almost, you needed to go through it. Yeah. Right. You, you needed to, you needed to detox because detox isn't instantaneous. No. It doesn't take like a minute. You needed to go through all of it. You needed yeah. to literally like, drain yourself of this person and drain this person from your life, from your essence, from your heart, from your soul. But what's, what I want the world to know is that these times, when you have these, when after that first conversation, you're in the market, you're in a public place, you're with your mom, just completely broken, yeah, completely devastated. And that was where it started. So Let's dig deep into this a bit because this is, I find this so incredibly fascinating and so counterculture everything that we know about breakups, right? I love the fact that you turn to these books. I've read those books, by the way, very much in depth. I've done the ice cream and the, why, why did they do this to me? Like that kind of looking to the skies for answers. Um, but the most intriguing thing about this is that along this journey, you had markers and these books were markers for you. Yeah. This, the movie, and I saw that movie, it's actually pretty funny. The, the movie was markers for you to let you know that, okay, you're progressing. Yeah. And you're getting this person out of your system. You're learning these lessons. Yeah. So after you read the second book, um, it's called a breakup because it's broken. Yeah. Was that when you really started to sink in to say like, okay, you know what? This is really over now. It's over yeah. for me. So what do I need to do to really move on? I, I, I don't know why. I think that he's not that into you was more the, what had happened kind of all the things that had happened, all the, together not together he was with someone I was with someone but then we go out together and then there's insecurities and accessing each other's social medias like I was just as guilty as he was because you know I guess you copy each other um and I think it's funny because with the I definitely read it's called a breakup because it's over and was like this book and I even had like I didn't have much self-awareness at like 2021 20, but I was like, I been told, and I could almost hear my friends through the book telling me all this <laughs> advice. And it's stupid because I can't remember it right now. I can't remember exactly what it said. Um, but I think, but taking that piece of advice, which was the 30 days was, yeah, was the, it just made, yeah, it made, it made sense to try it because it was like, I, I think that book was when I was ready to finally say, yeah, it's over. Like, 
like the what we would consider the is that was it like for yeah. me and I was lucky I know not everyone has that luck to have the distance and and I was I had like new experiences but I like you said it was all sort of built up towards that um and yeah so I think the book just it kept it real for me I think I was a bit in the in limbo mm-hmm. and that just made it black or white and I didn't want to go back so I had to move forward and that was that was it with the book yeah do you think your age played a part in this experience? Because you, you'd mentioned that you had met him at 14, yeah. which is still fairly young. You know, you got hormones, puberty, yeah. and life is just a whole bunch of craziness yeah. at that time. Yeah. Do you think your age, because you were in your early 20s when this happened, do you think your age played a part in why the, the breakup itself took up, almost up to three years? Or do you think even if you had met him in your 30s, it would have still taken the same amount of time. I, I don't think it was an age thing. I, I, maybe because even if you if you meet someone and it would have been in the same situation, like for example, if it was at work, and then you I don't know you had to work elsewhere. You would still. I don't. I think. Yeah. Oh, that's an interesting one. I I think yes because I was young and because I didn't know anything else. But at the same time, I feel like at any age when you go through this, it's all about, it's more about your, your brain doesn't even come into play. Like it's, you know what you should do, you know what should happen, but it's so hard bodily, like with your, your feelings to let go and to move on, I think. And especially when you're not letting each other move on, Mm-hmm. And then you are, I mean, it really was like, finally, I'm kind of moving on. Oh, but I get like fished back in. And then perhaps I did that to him or, or yeah, it was really, yeah, it was just, yeah. It, like even thinking back to it, I'm like, oh, like, <laughs> <laughs> no, just why was I just not just like, no. And then just do something different, you know, cause we, we weren't in the same place. Like if we, and I, I knew this, if we weren't, if I wasn't, um, if I was at university, he was at university. We really wouldn't meet up. We weren't even from the same hometown. We wouldn't even go to the same shopping center. Like, and I haven't even when I've been to the city since. I mean, I live abroad now, but like, I haven't seen him. So, I think I, I think I knew my, I knew that that was it in the long run, I guess. So now, today. Yeah. So you've gone through like a three-year breakup. Yeah. What lessons have you taken from this experience? I just learned to find someone who treats you well, who you also would like to treat well. It's a, you know, it's a mutual thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And also that um, I have since chosen partners and boyfriends that were like, um, a lot calmer than me which is quite interesting I think he was he was a redhead so I guess he was more fiery there is that sort of aspect and I'm very fiery too I'm like I'm half French um so um I think that doesn't work you can't be too similar when you get angry <laughs> um I have since just found people that are just a lot kinder and a lot more caring and essentially nothing like him actually which has been 
lucky. I've had one guy that I was with that turned out to be sort of not so great, but that was just something that needed to come out like later on, I think. Well, that was just a sort of short relationship anyway. Um, but yeah, I've definitely chosen much better boyfriends since. And I just learned to respect myself more. Um, that, And also what was really funny is not only the books, but I even cut my hair into a bob. I had really long hair. <laughs> and, I did, and after this, I, I realized it was quite a common thing to be like, because I didn't care anymore. I was like, I've broken up with this person and I'm in France doing a year abroad and studying and I'm having fun and I'm going to cut my hair into a bob and I don't care if I look like a boy because I'm alone and it's fine. And then after that, yeah, I managed to get with some guys anyway. So it was, it was like not <laughs> to realize that once you're more confident in yourself, instead of in this breakup period on and off being like, oh, nobody likes me. What do my friends have boys and boyfriends? Why don't I? And I was just, it was, it was repelling people because you don't have, you don't love yourself. You don't care for yourself. And, and that's not attractive. And um, that's what I also realized after the final 30 days detox and all of that, a couple of months after that. Yeah. So so even going through this process, it improved the relationship that you had with your own self. Yeah, for sure. I think, I think that was maybe more of a detoxing and relearning of who, who am I without this person and um, I can be without this person and, um, and just, just building yourself up to be strong again, I guess, without, without needing that partner so um yeah I think that yeah that, I guess it had to take a long time because it was it wasn't it wasn't <clears throat> a short relationship and the age is such a significant age I, I guess anytime when you're in a relationship the age is important but a lot happens from like 14 to 18 to 20 so yeah definitely definitely yeah. so now here you are you have now you're married yeah and the really you you're able to see yourself completely differently yeah so this journey led you to a better relationship with yourself you're able yeah. to now see who you are you know who you are you know what you want and you've also found it yeah uh, yeah so um, it's just to let people know that you know you can find love again Yes, that's right. But also I had a lot of my own like beliefs that were pretty limiting. I come from a family um, where every, uh, most of my French family are all divorced. And I think I felt like, oh, you know, relationships are good, but like marriage is bad. And like with these, this boyfriend, I was like, we're not going to get married because I don't know, you don't, you don't need to you know, we don't even need visas or anything. So, you know, and you don't need to anymore. It's not something that has to not required right you can have civil on oh, no, a civil partnerships is that what it is even if you're same sex yes if you're not same sex right okay <laughs> in canada, um legal same-sex marriage has been legal in canada for since 2005 yeah. so yes anybody here doesn't matter who you are you can get married if you want yeah. to be in a partnership 
Yeah. I'm, I'm speaking for Canada. If you yeah. want to be like in a, we call it common law. Like if you've been okay. living with somebody for, I think it's like three months or six months or something to that effect, then you would have, and then if you separate, then you would yeah. kind of have the same rights or legal yeah. rights as if you were married. So yeah. yes, it, it exists. It definitely exists now. So, um, but perhaps um, I hit on his insecurities, whereas his parents were together. Don't know if they were happy, but like, um, I think I had a lot of beliefs where like maybe I didn't want to fully commit. And and then even after the boyfriend left, that was the same. I was like, look, like we're together, but please just don't ask me to get engaged because I'm going to say no. <laughs> and then it was funny with this, this husband that I'm now with, I even was like, no, at first, but obviously to be together, we're both from separate countries. Either we travel from finishing visa to visa, which would be really stressful, or we could settle and, and get married. So it wasn't like, but did you ever watch Green Card? which is this movie. With I've like, heard of it. I've never seen it. It's called like Gérard Depardieu. And then it has the lady with the L'Oreal hair, you know, the big curly. Oh, yes. Mac, Mac, um, Mac. Something like that. She was in Four Weddings and a Funeral, I think. Um, so that was a really beautiful movie where they're like, meant to have a green card. And I was real young and I was like, oh, okay, so you can get married and it can help someone out. And then, <laughs> and then that's kind of cool. Like marriage has a purpose. And in the end, they actually fall in love, which is really sweet. Um, but they don't get the the visa. But so I, I kind of saw it as like a transaction. Like, okay, we get married. It's like, this, and I get a visa for Australia, but it's actually really expensive. So that didn't work out. But like, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, no. And, and it made me have a more like, because I had this more like, okay, we're going to be together because this makes us, and it was a commitment and it was also hard because I was in my mid-twenties at the time. It's pretty, really young with a mindset of like, oh, I don't know about this, this marriage thing. And I actually read an Elizabeth Gilbert book about marriage, which was quite interesting. Uh, it's called Committed, maybe? And um, so, um, but it's, it takes work. Like, but I, there was a sense that like, well, actually with you, yeah, I'd like to get married. Like, I wouldn't mind um, spending the rest of my life with you. If so, it could happen. <laughs> but yeah, and um, and even just little things that you see around you. Like, actually, my my um, stepfather's family. He's my well, my my stepdad and my mom are together still. And like, so the anniversary I went to of the grandparents, they're you know been together for decades. The one where before I found out the big news and. Um, so, you know, I think once you change your perspective, you see that actually perhaps that could happen, but perhaps that also other things like perhaps divorce can happen, perhaps marriages can end, but perhaps also marriage can be something you work on together and continue. So that was, um, yeah, now that's, that's the case for me. And, um, and it's work and it's, it made me have less of a, fairy tale view which I think a lot of my my friends have more about marriage it's more like this like have a big wedding la 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 and nobody actually really talks about the you know it's like it's work you know any relationship boyfriend girlfriend mother father any relationship friends it's it's work so um so that's that's the bargain <laughs> Nanako I want to thank you today 
for sharing your insight, your journey, your incredible journey, and sharing your candor with us. I'm so grateful to have you on Brokenhearted. Thank you. <laughs> Learn more about Nanako on her website at www.nano-yoga.com and follow her on Instagram at nano.yoga. And I'll include these links in the show notes. Tune in next week for another episode of Broken Hearted, where we'll have another conversation about heartbreak in all its forms. In the meantime, feel your pain and see what happens next. Follow me on Instagram at Althea Branton. Stay up to date with the latest news on Broken Hearted. Send me a DM. I'd love to chat.